0: Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bosscast Podcast, the official podcast for Saint Pete Girl Boss. As always, I am super excited about our interview today. I have Debbie Rio with me. Debbie is with Diamond Financial, an insurance and investing company. And she is currently living out her dream life here in Florida after relocating from Michigan in 2022. And I am so excited to have her with me. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you so much, Taylor. I'm so honored to be here and to be your guest and to be a part of the St. Pete Girl Bosses. Yay. I'm really excited to get into your story and your background and just like hearing more from you in general. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and like how you got into Diamond Financial. Tell me a little bit about that journey.
1: So um, like you said earlier, Taylor, I recently moved to Florida from Michigan in um, 2020 when COVID hit. Um, interesting story. I um I moved, I I actually came down to Home in Sassa for about two weeks just to kind of help out my dad, um, who had uh He was in the hospital. They thought he had pneumonia. Then they didn't know what was wrong with him. Well, obviously it was COVID, right? So I came down here just for two weeks. And while I was down here is when the pandemic ended up breaking out Mm -hmm. and um, our business immediately transitioned online over Zoom. And I thought, well, this is about the safest place in the world to be. So I figured I'd ride ride it out there. Well, in June, um, Florida was starting to reopen and Michigan was still on lockdown. And so it had always been a dream of mine to live on the beach. So I went home, I sold everything I had and um, started looking for places between Homosassa and Sarasota where, um, where my upline was. And I found fell in love with the Madera beach area. And so I actually got to rent a condo in Reddington beach for, um, for almost two years, I was right on the beach and it was absolutely amazing. So I'd love to share with you a little bit about my journey and, and where I've come from and how I got here. Um, so I did, um, I got married when I was really young, when I was 22 years old and, um, you know, I became a stay at home mom. I have two children, Kayla and Jake. They're uh twenty-four and twenty-six. And um I uh I went through some hard times in my marriage. And in 2005, ended up going through a divorce. Well, after my divorce, um, I was a wreck financially. Um, I didn't understand money. I didn't understand finances because my ex-husband handled it all. And so I was trying to be good. And I'm like, I don't need any child support or alimony. I'm going to do it all on my own. Well, that was tough. And so I ended up going through a bankruptcy. um, And then I got I got things back in order and I was able to buy a house and I bought my first house on my own. I was super proud of that. I got a really good job working for a company called Boar's Head um, uh, as a trainer selling deli meats and cheeses. And in 2014, I got real sick. I ended up with pneumonia and I was in the hospital for three weeks. Um, I was not getting a paycheck during that time. And so I fell behind on my mortgage and ended up going into foreclosure. Mm -hmm. Um, During that time, my Aunt came to me and said, Deb, I have somebody that might be able to help you. My friend Lisa, she does financial planning for families. She works with mortgages. We might be able to save your house. And I'm like, oh, fine, whatever, bring her over. (laughs) You know, very (laughs) reluctant to meet with her. Yeah. Um, So she comes in and, um, We realized that I qualified for something called the Hardest Hit Program up in Michigan, where they would actually give you the money to catch up your back mortgage payments and Mm. free and clear. And so I applied for the program, got accepted into it. But unfortunately, the mortgage company declined their money and foreclosed on me anyways. And Uh. so- I went into foreclosure and I started getting these letters in the mail from an attorney and the attorney said, you know, we we believe you are legally foreclosed on, we can help save your house. So I had 4000 in the bank. It's all the money I had. I gave it to him. He filed a lawsuit. And immediately, um, the mortgage company said, you're right, gave me my house back. But what he failed to tell me is that I needed to go and get a new mortgage. So mm. I didn't know this. So I didn't do anything. And a couple of weeks go by. And then I start getting foreclosure letters in the mail again. And I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on? I just got my house back. So I'm trying to call my call my attorney he's not picking up I'm just keep getting voicemail 2 weeks later I get a met, uh, letter in the mail from the state attorney general um stating that my attorney was in jail facing hundreds of counts of fraud for Whoa. Taking people's money and basically doing nothing for them. So I called another attorney at that point. He's like, "Well, you know, I'll take your case, but I can't guarantee I'm going to get your house back, and it's going to cost you a lot of money because this time it was legal. You had 30 days to get a new mortgage, and you didn't do that. And so that's when my Primerica journey actually began. Is I started with um I started with Primerica at that time just to make some extra money to try to save the house and um ended up, um, two weeks after starting part-time, I doubled what I was making at my full-time job and I quit and came on full-time. Wow. Yeah. So that was in 2015. And then, um, in 2019, I became a regional vice president and I opened my own business called diamond financial. And what I love about what we do is we get to help women and it's, it's in families, but I, my passion is really helping women not have to go through the struggles that I went through in life, because if you know better you can do better right. And the problem in the financial industry is if you don't have $500,000 most of those big name companies aren't even going to talk to you, I actually had a client that had. um Seventy five thousand. She wanted to invest. She went into Chase Bank, and they told her to stick it in a savings account because you needed a minimum hundred thousand to open an IRA. Wow. So for nine years, Taylor, she's had seventy five thousand sitting in a savings account, earning less than one percent. And actually, when you look at inflation now, money sitting in a savings account is actually losing nine percent at this mm-hmm. point. Because now inflation's about nine percent. So yeah. if you and you put it in a savings account, it's really only worth about $91 now. So that's something that's really important that I've learned along the way.
0: Yeah. Well, I love your story so much because it's, you know, everyone has their things that they go through, but it's so powerful when you take those things and you learn from them and you're able to then teach others. like you you kind of just like threw yourself into the thing that used to cause you harm and you created this magic from it. And now you're being able to help women and their financial situation in the future. So it's like a super cool, like full circle moment. And I think it's it's really amazing to hear that, especially in the financial side, because I feel like that can Worry people a lot, and that can kind of give people the heebie-jeebies sometimes. <laughs> um, especially like it, it can be a tough subject for women sometimes as well. I know that it used to be a really tough subject for me. Just money in general, I had a terrible money mindset, and it took a lot of just having the conversation to even get out of that headspace. So I, I mean, you kind of already talked a little bit about your. Your impactful moment or your turning point was that, like, having all of that crap happen to you and being able to turn it around into something positive.
1: Yeah. You know, it's crazy how, how God, the universe works, you know, what is your biggest, what you think is your biggest failure. You can turn around and turn it into your biggest blessing. And that's really what's happened in my life is, I mean, if you were to ask me back when I was in high school or a teenager, if I would be a financial advisor, I laughed in your
0: face. I, hated
1: (laughs) you know, as an English major, I was going to be a school teacher. I enjoy reading and things like that. Math is my, least favorite subject. So money and finance and all that's horrible to me, but, you know, I think that that's what the message was. It's like, you know, we're going to take something that you're terrible at and make you an expert at it so that you can, you
0: know, now, now I can share my story and be able to help others. Absolutely. Learn. It's, it's funny too, because for this episode drop, I've had a few other conversations with people and, I think at least one or two of them even have mentioned kind of that similar thing. Like if you had told me back then that I was going to be in this spot or that I was going to be this kind of person, I wouldn't have believed you. And uh, it's just, it's such a relatable statement because I completely agree with you. I did never, I never thought I'd have a microphone in my hand or, or, you know, be surrounded by just like all of these incredible women, but it's, it's kind of funny how that happens. Like you just, you just kind of never know where your life's going to lead in the best way possible. Oh yeah, exactly. I love it. Um. Well, I'm curious too. We always have a kind of like a heart to heart piece um, of this interview. And so I'm curious if you wouldn't mind chatting with us a little bit about maybe something that you currently struggle with in your business or something that you're you're still learning in your business is kind of how I like to phrase it. Um, I'm curious if you, if anything comes to mind for you.
1: Oh, that's a really great question. So I've been working really hard this, uh, this past year on self-development and really changing my mindset. I realized that, you know, the way that I talk to myself is very, very negative Mm. and, um, you know, and I've really struggled with, with my own personal development and actually leading myself. And so I've really spent this last year really developing my skills as a leader and, and really really finding myself again and and learning to love myself again. And that's, what's been the most important. So I've struggled for the last uh, seven years in the business of, of, you know, helping people get started in the business and growing a team. And I finally really realized why I've been struggling is because I couldn't lead myself. You know, I'm used to always working for a job. You know, I have that W2 mindset, you know, you show up, you're going to get a paycheck yeah. and when you start working for yourself, you've got to, you've got to do the grind and you've got to do the hustle and find the work. And you've got to become the person that's willing to do that and to be their own boss. And so you can't lead others until you can learn to lead yourself. And that's been my biggest journey this past year is learning how to lead myself. And now I'm super excited because I'm starting to grow a team. And um, I've had three people pass their licensing exams. They're all girl bosses this week. So I'm getting them started on their financial careers. I have a couple more that are going to be testing in the next week or so. And my business is is expanding. And
0: and it's it's incredible where it's at right now. I'm really excited that is so amazing. Personally, I am so proud of you and the growth that I've seen like in with you with your business. Like I know that you make it such a priority to like to meet people and to learn about their story and I think that it's so cool to see you starting to grow like you have because it's so powerful what you said. Like you can't you can't lead others until you learn how to lead yourself and I don't think that that people think about that very often. About the ability, like you have to have the ability to lead yourself. It's not just about doing the thing and then hiring other people and teaching them how to do the thing. Like you, th- it's a process. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I have to tell you, I've really grown so much because of the Girl Boss Group. I mean, that was the one change that happened, you know, in the last year that I can really really say has helped me grow, we've done, um, we did a book club where we did the secrets of the millionaire mind. And that really helped to change my mindset. I've taken a couple of Sandy's classes on creating community. And right now I'm doing our 21 day affirmations class. And that's really helping me as well just learn how to talk to myself. And, you know, the, the biggest, the biggest thing, the biggest key um, that I've found and the biggest change that I think that I've made is I've focused on relationships now. And that's what the girl boss has really brought to me is, is some amazing relationships. I mean, I look back over the last five days and how I spent my time and it's like, every single day has been different with different girl bosses doing things. And, and um, so not only is it helping me with my business and my personal development, but I'm growing these great relationships and friendships. And my biggest passion is being able to serve and help others. And now I get to help my friends and that's the best
0: feeling in the world for me. That is so it just warms my heart to hear that so much. And I visually see it too. Like I see, the relationships that you're building within the group. And I think it's so cool. And honestly, I couldn't agree with you more. That's one of my favorite, favorite pieces about the group in general is the relationships that you create and that it's, you know, no one comes in just like handing their business card to you and leaving. It's about like, no, no, like, yes, tell me what you do, but like, tell me why you do it and tell me what brought you here and tell me your story and tell me your hopes and dreams. Like it's, it's not surface level at all. And I love that. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. And people really care. You know, that's the other thing that I found is, is there's real love and family here in this group that you just don't get in other groups. You know, um, I was a part of another networking group, BNI, and I pay a lot of money to, BNI, to be in the BNI group. And today I, I made the decision that I wasn't going to continue on with that group because I have just get so much from the girl boss group. And I want to grow. I want to grow my relationships in that group and, you know, go out and meet more of the girl bosses. And, you know, something that's special to me is um, I am an ambassador with the group. And something that is very important to me is being able to welcome the new women into the group. And, you know, and I'm trying to reach out to them and set up a coffee date with them and then invite them to come up to a coffee. So when they show up at the coffee, instead of walking into a room of 120 strangers, they've at least got a friend that they've met. And then I can introduce them to other people that are like them or great connections
0: for them as well. You are such a light and we are so lucky to have you. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you for hopping on here to talk with me as well. Um, Before we wrap up really quick, I want to give you the mic per se. Um, Let us let everyone know where they can find you, how they can work with you, any links that you want to share, anything like that. The floor is yours.
1: Well, thank you, Taylor. Um, mm-hmm. You can find me on Facebook, Debbie Billington hyphen Rio, R-I-O-U-X. Um, I also have a website, um, www.debrio.primerica.com, and I'm on Instagram as debrio, D-E-B-R-I-O-U-X, and my telephone number, that's the easiest way to get me, call or text 248-980-2357.
0: Love it. Awesome. We'll all add all of that information in the uh, show notes as well. So you'll be able to find her. And as for us, as always on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, we are at St. Pete girl boss, and you can find all of our information at St. Pete So thank you, Debbie, for chatting with me today. It was lovely. Thank you so much for
1: having me on. And I, I look forward to building those relationships and getting to getting to know
0: all you women more. Absolutely. We'll see you later. Bye.